You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome Lawn Care Nation to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, and this is episode number 19 entitled, The Number One Tip for Success. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, from the LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com website, and uh, I'm glad you guys joined me this week for another episode. Uh, in this episode, uh, I'll be letting you in on the number one secret to success. Now, uh, before I do that, I just want to uh, let you guys know about Hostapon. If you're looking for a web hosting service provider for a website for your landscaping or lawn care business, check out Hostapon. You can do that at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Hostapon. That's spelled H-O-S-T-U-P-O-N. And what Hostapon will provide is a web hosting service with unlimited web space, unlimited bandwidth. Um, they will give you a free domain name for uh, as long as you have your account uh, set up. Um, you can host uh, an unlimited amount of domain names on your account um, and uh, they have uh, free chat support and uh, one-click WordPress install. So it's very easy to uh, install WordPress on your site and uh, be able to uh, easily uh, configure and make a website for your business and even manage it with uh, phone apps and uh, iPad apps and things like that. Uh, so check out Hostapon, lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Hostapon. Also, if you guys are on Instagram, you can search me out uh, looking for Lawn Care Business Success uh, as the username and uh, follow along as uh, we post uh, some photos and some motivational uh, memes out there in the internet. Um, also, if you guys would like a free copy of a landscape uh, contract that you can use uh, in your business, go to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com and just enter your email address in the top banner um, and you'll get... Uh, 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 you'll join our uh, mailing list and uh, as well you'll get access to a PDF file of a uh, eight or nine page uh, um, lawn landscape contract that I use in my own business. It's a, a contract that I've used many times. I'll customize it depending on the situation. I'll omit stuff and add stuff and change things around but it sh shows you a basic framework there of um, like I say of a basic contract that you can use and customize for your own business so if you'd like that just uh, enter your email address there on the lawncarebusinesssuccess.com website um, also if you guys have any suggestions or comments uh, about the show um, things you'd like to see or segments you'd like to have um, maybe some show ideas of things you'd like me to cover um, or questions <clears throat> or comments, like I say, you can uh, head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com. There's two ways to do it. You can go to the contact page and uh, just send me a quick email. Or uh, if you uh, like to be a little more direct, you can um, go on the side of the website there. You'll notice a gray tab that says uh, send voicemail or leave voicemail. 
And if you click that, it uses a SpeakPipe service, and you can just use your computer or phone's uh, speakers and microphone to uh, just ask your question uh, directly. Um, and like I've said in the past, um, if it's a question um, that I think others can benefit from uh, hearing, I'll even use the MP3 file uh, in an upcoming episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. So if you guys like to do that, uh, that would be uh, uh, great and very helpful in uh, sort of giving me a direction of uh, which way I should take the show. Um, like I mentioned last week that, uh, you know, doing the show has been uh, lots of fun, um, but uh, it's also difficult seeing the download numbers and knowing that uh, there's a whole mess of people out there that keep downloading and listening to uh, the episodes each week, um, but not too many are leaving feedback. I've had a couple of... Uh, iTunes reviews, five-star reviews and stuff, which is great. Um, you know, and a couple of emails asking some questions. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, it's been pretty silent from the, uh, you know, hundreds of other downloads that have happened. So uh, it'd be nice to get some more feedback from you guys so I know uh, sort of what direction to take the show or what you guys like or what you don't like. Um, so let's get into this week's episode. So... The number one um, tip uh, that you can do for success in your business, your lawn care business, um, and this would even apply um, to any other service business, um, home-based business, uh, any sort of uh, business or entrepreneur um, could use this tip. And it's going to sound... Um, it might sound cheesy to some of you, uh, but it's the absolute truth. And the number one tip um, that you can do in your lawn care business to ensure success is to take action. Uh, so, like I said, it sounds basic, may sound cheesy, but it's the absolute truth. In 99% of you out there that are listening right now, uh, whether you're just starting out or have been in uh, lawn care for a few years, um, and maybe you're struggling um, or need some extra motivation, or like I say, you're just starting out and uh, you think you don't know sort of what direction you should go, what you should uh, uh, do first, um, the tip of just taking action um, is probably the best advice I can give you guys. If you look deep within yourselves um, and think about it, you probably already know uh, the answers to your own questions. And it's great that you listen to the podcast and you probably search out the internet and watch um, the tons and tons of YouTube videos out there from uh, some of the great YouTubers out there like Keith Kalfas and uh, geek to freak and, um, you know, mowing and growing and all those other guys out there. There's so many of them. Um, and each one offering, uh, you know, bits of advice, um, some of it good, some of it bad. Uh, well, I shouldn't say some of it bad. All of it's good advice. Um, some of it actually, um, you know, was listening to a video 
uh, from somebody I'm not going to name, but they were saying how, you know, tons of the videos on YouTube and stuff out there are just crap and that the advice is garbage and, and all that. And the thing about it is, is that, and even with my own podcast and, um, you know, when I do start putting out more videos and stuff, I haven't done, uh, too many out there yet, but when I start putting out more videos on YouTube and stuff like that, the advice I give, um, and I don't think this uh, particular YouTuber, well, I know for a fact he wasn't directing, um, this, uh, his comments at me, but, um, uh, the information you find out there on YouTube and, um, you know, sites like that, uh, through podcasts and things like that. Um, it's all good advice. It's all people that are trying to just put it out there and give you advice and tips on what you can do and what's worked for them. Now, this person was saying how, you know, when watching some of the videos, it was all garbage and that, you know, nothing they did what the people said in the videos and stuff and that, you know, it didn't work and that they wasted so much time and, and all that. Uh, but the thing to remember is, is that not all the advice is going to apply to everybody. Um, what I do and what works for me main isn't, you know, it's not going to work for a hundred percent of the people out there, but I know for a fact it'll help, um, you know, quite a few people out there because it's helped me. And, you know, if my situation is that I am a single uh, owner operator, um, I work in the dense parts of the city. So lots of housing and stuff like that. Lots of homes and things, um, suburban style lots and things like that. Um, you know, and I'm working by myself and I'm just mowing and, you know, I'm concentrating on a certain area and, um, you know, I'm doing these things like, um, I've mentioned before how, you know, the Google places, um, listing and all that sort of stuff has been really great for my business, having the website and all that to direct to once they go to Google places and stuff like that, um, how that's where I've gotten most of my leads from. Um, and then having, you know, the nice uniforms and trailer, uh, and stuff like that, um, where people see it parked while you're working. And then, you know, that would be probably the second most, uh, where second most uh, amount of, uh, calls and stuff I get from are from people that see the trailer or see me working. Um, and like I say, that's not going to, you know, apply for everybody because everybody's situation is different, but there's probably enough people out there in the same situation that are working in the city that aren't working on massive monster lots that need zero turns and stuff like I don't, I don't use, um, that don't want to have, uh, crews of, uh, guys working under them, um, you know, and that sort of thing. So to disregard, uh, everybody else's information, you know, if I were to say, well, you know, that guy's uh, information is all junk because, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, he's, all he talks about is this or that, or talks about crews or blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not to say that it's not good information. It just doesn't apply to me. So I just wanted to put that out there that, you know, um, you have to take all of it with a grain of salt, weed through 
all the information. It's all good information. It just may not apply to your situation. So with my own stuff, you guys listening out there, this all the stuff that I tell you, the tips that I tell you, uh, the marketing methods that I use, it may not work for you. You know, when I say that I'm out, um, you know, and uh, I always say that if I'm mowing a lawn and say I want to land some more customers on a particular street or so, that what I'll do is once I finish mowing, I'll go, you know, take my postcards and I'll go across the street and uh, drop off a postcard um, at the house directly in front of the one that I'm mowing the two neighbors beside that one and maybe the two neighbors beside the house I was doing. And then, uh, you know, maybe the next week after that, I'll, uh, after I'm done mowing that customer's lawn again, I'll go and throw some postcards again at maybe the houses surrounding the houses I did, uh, dropped off postcards at the week before. Now, is that bad advice? No, it's good advice. Um, going and dropping off postcards and stuff. Um, you know, eventually you will land some work. Now, is that advice for everybody? No, because if say you're out, um, and I'm just, you know, uh, sort of generalizing here, but say you're out in, uh, more of the country sort of, uh, areas, rural areas, or maybe out in Texas or something like that, where maybe some of the home properties are larger and, uh, you know, you you typically need a zero turn mower, um, to mow your, these lawns that are maybe four or five acres or, or larger, um, you're not going to go and mow that lawn and then walk across the street and drop off flyers to the neighbor because the homes and properties are so much bigger that it's not feasible to do that. So you're not going to go and, you know, drop off. You'd have to physically drive to each home and drop them off and stuff like that. And, you know, um, so, you know, sort of, some advice, like I say, is good advice, but it just may not apply to your particular situation. You know, if you're doing uh, commercial work, some of the tips and stuff I use um, may apply to you, but others may not because they're geared towards residential. So I just wanted to point that out there. Um, and it all goes back to what I said with the most important tip and the theme of this week's podcast is that the most important thing that you can take away from all the information you get on the internet, from my podcast, um, from books that you read and all that sort of thing is the number one thing is you have to take action. That is the number one key to your success. You can have the best mowers. You could have lots of employees. You could have lots of trucks. You could have, um, you know, all the best advice you could have the perfect recipe for your situation for success on what to do. You could have a itemized list of everything that you need to do step-by-step to start your business um, and, um, you know, achieve success. Uh, But the number one important thing is, is to take action. If you have all that stuff in front of you and you don't take action on it, then nothing's going to happen. So, if you want more customers, then you need to get out there and go after them. Um, and if you want um, more money, um, then you have to, uh, you know, you probably already know what you need to do, whether it is get more customers, get more work, raise your prices, um, 
you know, and that sort of thing. And that's why, like, I lead back to the beginning where I said 99% of you uh, probably already know the answers to, you know, things that you're looking for. Um, a lot of us become complacent, and I do it all the time myself, where I'll sit there and, um, you know, I'll be constantly, I know what I want. I know, you know, there may be a particular thing I want to do or, you know, thing, but you end up making excuses and you look for answers on the internet and you watch videos and, you know, the next thing you do or the next thing you know, um, you know, a whole day has gone by, a whole few days or something has gone by and you've wasted a whole bunch of time and have accomplished nothing when you already know what needs to be done. Um, and a lot of it is just being lazy or complacent or, you know, um, you can have a dream, um, and it's important to have dreams and to set goals, like I mentioned before, but you have to take action on that stuff. Otherwise it never happens. Now you may not be able to accomplish those goals or, you know, complete the tasks at hand all at once. But the most important thing is taking the first steps, right? And just going through the motions, just doing it. Um, so, you know, like I, I knew an example, personal example, um, when I was uh, uh, changing my company and going from the franchise and then leading to um, the uh, my own business and my own brand and that sort of thing. Um, starting out, I was basically, you know, after five years of working in the franchise and then uh, basically starting over again from scratch um, with no clients and uh, going, okay, well, you know, so I need some customers and stuff. And, and the website was starting to click and I was starting to get some calls and stuff, but you want to build up clients faster and stuff in the beginning. So I knew what I needed to do. I had ordered postcards. I spent a whole bunch of time uh, designing postcards and all that sort of stuff. Um, but there was this bit of uh, laziness or complacency on my own part when I was starting out to actually go out there and do the footwork of dropping off those flyers or those postcards and stuff, right? So, you know, it was a bit slow in those first few weeks. Um, and, uh, you know, it was only after I decided that, you know, you just got to do it. You just got to get out there no matter, you know, how tired you are um, or, you know, whether or not you like doing it. Um, you just got to get out there and do it. Um, and it's only after, you know, the first couple of times of doing it, um, that I would be like, um, you know, I would start to see the results. I would go and, you know, drop off, um, you know, say a hundred flyers or a hundred postcards. And, uh, I would get like three calls, um, after a few days from those, uh, postcards. And then I was like, wow, like, you know, that actually really worked out a lot better than I thought. And a lot of it was just making, um, maybe excuses in my own head of thinking, oh man, you know, uh, you know, I just ordered 1500 postcards or something. Right. And, uh, you know, I'll probably, uh, you know, I'll have to go walk door to door to deliver these postcards. And, you know, in the end, I'll probably only get, you know, uh, one, maybe one call from it or, or something. Right. And, and you sort of build up these excuses in your own mind. Um, where the reality was once I just went out there and did it, 
was that, um, you know, like I said, I would put out a hundred and get three, uh, customers from just those hundred and to drop off a hundred flyers is not a big deal. Um, you know, it's only, uh, a few blocks of walking, you know, door to door houses on either side of the streets. Um, and you know, your hundred flyers are done. So it was actually, uh, uh, quite easy. And like I say, the hardest part, I would drive around sometimes some neighborhoods and I would, uh, just procrastinate you know should i do this neighborhood should i do that neighborhood and i drive around to the next neighborhood and then uh, you know i'd feel almost embarrassed and stuff to go out there and drop off the flyer and stuff and like I say the hardest thing to do was to park the car and to get out and just do that first couple of houses um and i you know i'm not knocking on doors or anything like that i'm just dropping off flyers but for me it was um you know a, a bit of a hurdle to do um so, but like I say, after doing the first couple of houses, you know, like two or three houses in a row, it was like, well, okay, well, this is not too bad, right? You just gain momentum and you just keep doing it. Um, so I knew the answer in my head at that time that what I needed to do to achieve that goal of wanting to build those customers. And it just required me going door to door and dropping off these postcards and people would call. Um, and then you know, as I did more and more, I gained more confidence. And then I would start to see, um, you know, with the people that were outside, um, you know, I would start to try to chat with them. And like I've explained the stories before about how um, building relationships is uh, one of the best things you can do as well. Um, and it's a total, absolute truth. Um, and, uh, you know, just talking to people out there and not, and selling by not selling, uh, you know, I learned upon those skills, each thing that I did, you build on. So that's an ex a direct example of uh, what I mean about just taking action and that most of you probably know uh, in your hearts what you need to do to be uh, successful. Um, you know, I'll lead down uh, to another story about... Um, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, Keith Kalfas and that landscaping employee trap again. Um, how uh, in one of his videos, he explains how he was, you know, living in his car or sleeping in his car and stuff. And he had no money. And, um, you know, out of sheer uh, desperation, you know, he decided to try window cleaning. And, uh, you know, he sold, um, I think, 42 or 48 reoccurring accounts um, for window cleaning in like a 24 hour period or something. Um, so he had like these 40 something account weekly reoccurring weekly accounts for the commercial window cleaning. And he basically, you know, went, uh, door to door to these commercial places and wouldn't take no for an answer. Um, you know, and it's the same thing. He just took action. Um, he went from having no clients to having the 40 something, uh, reoccurring weekly clients, you know, in that 24 hour period of going door to door, uh, to these commercial places because he just took action. He just did it. Um, and that's, uh, basically the number one thing that you have to, uh, you have to do. Um, nothing comes easy. Um, you just have to put your head down and just get to work, just get to do it. Um, I've had other occurrences or instances where, you know, a customer might ask me for, 
um, you know, doing, say, a large hedge trimming or something, right? And I would, in the past, procrastinate because I didn't want to um, do it. It seemed like such a, a large task to do a big hedge by myself, um, especially particularly if it was taller um, and, you know, I'm by myself and, you know, it'd be like a long, you know, full day affair. I'd build up all these excuses in my head, but I would never turn the work down. Um, so I would just tell the customer, yeah, yeah, no problem. And I would quote the job. Um, but then I would procrastinate on when to do it. And, uh, you know, a week would go by. Then sometimes a second week would go by. And the customer would ask me when I was doing it. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'd make an excuse. Oh, I'm just really busy this week. You know, I'll fit it in as soon as I get a chance and stuff. And uh, I would just make excuses. Um and I knew what I needed to do, and that was just to do it. But I would make all these excuses in my head as to, you know, why, you know, I wasn't doing it. Um, and I would, you know, wait for the perfect time to do it or, or whatever, right? And um, it would come down to, I would finally be like, okay, you know what, I'm going to just go and do it because, you know, I don't want to lose the customer's mowing account or something like that, overdoing it. Um, now remember this is like early on. So I would be like, okay, you know, finally I would go out and just, uh, you know, load up my ladders and all that stuff and then go out to the house and do the hedge trimming. And it would literally take me half the time that I was expecting, um, would be, you know, half the work that I had built up in my head that it was going to take. And I would finish, um, you know, making a really good profit on the job and going, you know, literally thinking to myself, wow, why didn't I do that sooner? That was so easy. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of it when you're just starting out is just the unknown. You know, if you've never done that big hedge before, um, if you've never pruned, you know, the tree before or something like that, you'll, you know, say yes and you'll quote the job. And like I say, you may just be scared that you're going to make a mistake or, um, you know, that you don't know what you're doing. You get a lot of that imposter syndrome happening where you think you're not good enough or, you know, um, they're going to find out that you really don't know um, what you're doing. You'd build up all these excuses in your head um, like I was doing when I was starting out. And uh, I wouldn't want to turn down work. So I would, you know, quote the job and I would get the job. Uh, the customer would agree to the price and everything like that. And then, uh, like I say, I would just procrastinate and build up a whole bunch of excuses on why I wasn't actually doing the job. And, uh, you know, I would tell the customer, uh, you know, all sorts of things about, uh, you know, why I'm so busy this week and blah, blah, blah. And I'd push it a week and push it two weeks and all that sort of stuff. Till eventually I felt um, so much pressure um, from, you know, certain clients and stuff that I didn't want to lose their weekly mowing accounts and stuff. And I didn't want to turn down jobs that they were asking me to do extra jobs that they were asking me to do. Cause I thought if I turned it down, they would, you know, obviously call another landscaping company, to do it. And then maybe that landscaping company would then, you know, quote on the lawn care part of it. And then I would lose that as well. So that's why I would always just bid on the jobs and stuff. And, uh, even though I was uh, afraid to do them or building these excuses, but like I say, after I had just taken action and just did it, um, I started to learn that, you know, it's not as bad as you think it is. You just get in there, 
you do it and you just break it in, down into smaller tasks. If it's a large hedge, you just work on one section at a time and, you know, keep going. And uh, eventually it just gets done. And, uh, you know, you'll see that it didn't take as long as you thought it would. And, or, you know, it's not as bad as it, you thought it would. Of course, there's going to be the occasions, especially when you're starting out and you've never done um landscaping before that you're gonna you know underbid a job it's gonna take way longer than you thought um and you know you'll be um kicking yourself i can think back to some jobs early on that i did i remember one uh after a windstorm a big tree fell down in somebody's yard we're talking like a monster tree and um you know, I told uh, the customer wanted me to, you know, clear the tree and he had this big acreage uh, out in the country and wanted me to, you know, cut the tree down and then just haul it um, down to uh, the end of his property and uh, just dump it in the woods and stuff on his land. And uh, so I agreed to it and I had like a, just a little still MS-170 chainsaw Um you know, the little mini versions of the chainsaws and stuff. And, and that's all I had and some, you know, hand saws and some pruning um, poles and things like that. And, uh, you know, I had to literally take my truck and drive it over his lawn, over his back lawn, uh, with his permission, of course, um, to, you know, cut up the tree and, um, you know, put it in the trailer and then drive it down to the end of the property to unload it and that sort of thing and the job took me you know um uh, i you know i can't actually remember how many days or so it took me if it took me more than one day um it may i would estimate or you know think back i don't think it took me more than maybe two days to do um but uh you know i went through a couple of chains on the chainsaw because they would doll out um, from so much uh, wood cutting with this little chainsaw and, um, you know, all these logs or rounds by myself, moving them into the trailer and driving down. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, I had, you know, only quoted the guy 200 bucks or something like that to, uh, remove this tree and, uh, haul it to the end of his property and dump it there and stuff. Um, so I probably didn't, uh, make any money on that job. Uh, looking back, but I learned a lot from it, um, of, uh, you know, what size trees and sort of things that I can handle that are, uh, you know, fallen trees that, uh, you know, for cleaning them up and stuff and, you know, which ones, uh, I should do or not do by myself. But, um, that, uh, you know, is a lesson and those are going to happen. Uh, but taking action and just getting out there and doing what you need to do, uh, is the most important part. If you're just sitting around, um, you know, and you're listening to this right now, maybe you're, um, at work right now at a job that you don't like, or you're driving home and you're in, uh, traffic and, uh, you know, you're driving home from say a minimum wage job or something, or you just don't like the job that you're doing. You could even be, uh, in a corporate job, um, and just not, uh, like that, of working in, uh, you know, the cubicle lifestyle, um, and want to change and, uh, you know, a healthier lifestyle, working outdoors and that sort of thing. Um, the most important thing is just to take action and just do it. 
Um, like I say, you probably already know what you need to do, whether it's in the beginning, starting out, and you're just trying to plan the business, looking up whether you should be a sole proprietor or a limited liability company, um, figuring out what your state or province or country requires in terms of uh, regulations uh, and registrations and things like that, or insurances for businesses, what the requirement legal requirements are, um, you know, what licenses and things you need. Uh, like I say, you probably already know what you need to do. Um, and, uh, you know, you just got to do it. Just go out there and do it. Maybe you're already in a company. Like I say, maybe you want, um, just a kickstart, a jump, uh, on what needs to be done. Um, you're looking for new clients. You're looking for more clients. Um, and it's great. Like I say, to watch videos, they can be, you know, especially videos, uh, some of the earlier, uh, landscape employee trap videos can be a, a great uh, resource, tons and tons of information uh, on them um, and lots of inspiration. Uh, one of my favorites uh, from Landscaping Employee Trap, if you go onto YouTube and look up uh, Landscaping Employee Trap, uh, look up the video called Keep Priming That Pump. Uh, it's one of my personal favorites um, and a great analogy onto uh, what it takes to uh, get your business rolling and off the ground. Uh, so the number one tip to recap uh, to your success, whether it's in the lawn care business um, or any other service business or any business uh, in general, um, you can apply this to um, whether you want to learn to play the piano, whether you want to become a great soccer player or hockey player or football player. Um, and it's basically just take action, do the steps required. And most of you already out there know the steps that are required. And if you don't, there's so much information, uh, out there on what needs to be done in whatever particular area you're uh, looking to get into. Um, I'm assuming that uh, starting a lawn care business is what you're uh, into and it's why you're listening to this particular uh, podcast. And if it is, great. Um, if you haven't listened to the first episodes of my uh, podcast, then I would go back and listen to those. I apologize for the um, crappy quality to start out. Um, and I would still say that the podcast quality is not up to where I would want it. Um, even uh, 19 episodes in, um, but taking action is the most important thing. And, uh, you know, there's actually a famous quote that goes around that. And I've, uh, stated this in the past, and I think it's from the founder of, uh, LinkedIn, um, who said, um, you know, if you're not embarrassed by the first, um, version of your product, then you waited too long to launch. So if you're not embarrassed by, you know, uh, what you look like or what you act like, what your company maybe looks like, um, you know, how you interact with customers and stuff when you're just first starting out, um, then you've waited too long. If you're, you know, if you've never been in business for yourself and, uh, 
you go out there and you're totally polished and all that stuff, then you've spent way too long um, planning and, and getting it all done when you could have been out there already making some money. Um, and it's the same, um, you know, with my business. I've gone through uh, different versions of it. I've gone through, um, you know, different iterations as far as, you know, starting in lawn care by myself with a lawn with my homeowner lawnmower and trimmer to buying a franchise you know key uh, you know key start sort of uh, franchise business where everything was provided for me all the tools equipment systems uh, software all that sort of stuff uh, to then leaving that and using all the skills I learned and experience I learned to launch my own brand and have it now be uh, you know, the most successful years I've had in lawn care, um, being again out on my own with my own brand, um, using everything I've learned, uh, previous. So, uh, I would say just go out there and do it. And everything that you do, um, every failure that you've had in the past, you can probably take some skills or lessons from and apply them going forward. But the most important thing is to just go forward, just put it out there and get, you know, if you can't afford, um, fancy flyers or postcards and things like that, like I say, I always try to always be on the side of being professional, um, and trying to get, you know, that professional look. Um, and you know, like for me, I've always modeled, uh, my company after 1-800-GOT-JUNK sort of thing, the clean trucks and stuff. And you know, having everything professionally done right down to, you know, the printed invoices to the, uh, you know, hand invoices that I do, uh, from the truck, the handwritten ones, you know, being two part carbonless custom printed, um, uh, invoices that, uh, you know, have the company logo, everything in it. And I just writing my quote out on them and handing the customer copy, you know, stapling my full color business card, postcard to that, um, you know, and after giving them that, I'm also emailing them the quote for their records, um, you know, keeping that sort of professional image and stuff. But if you can't do that stuff for any reason, you're starting out, you are, you know, like Keith Kalfas was and just, you know, sleeping in your car or something like that. And there is no money to do that. Then, you know, um, just go door to door knock on doors. Um, and you know, or if you can, uh, go down to a local library or something, use their computer and print out, you know, make a simple flyer, print it out and then go down and, you know, get some cheap photocopies of that at the staples or something like that. Then do that. If you can't afford the fancy full color postcards and stuff like that, just get it done. You know, the steps you need to take, you just got to go out there and do it and you will achieve success. Uh, I think that's it for this week. Um, pretty basic lesson. Hopefully you guys can take some inspiration from it um, and draw from that. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'd uh, like to let you guys know, uh, obviously, uh, some other affiliate links. If you guys uh, take... Um, you know, value from the content that I'm providing and you want to give back, a good way to do that is to use uh, some of my affiliate links um, and it just helps uh, to offset 
uh, the costs for the hosting and for uh, hosting the media files and stuff like that for the podcast. Um, so one of the other um, affiliate links you could uh, look at is uh, Audible. Uh, and that is obviously uh, having audiobooks uh, to listen to while you're working. It's what I do. Um, and if you want to give them a try, uh, you can have a 30-day free trial. Um, and you'll get two free audiobooks uh, of your choice to listen to. Um, if you decide to keep the service after that, I believe it's $14.95 a month. Um, and you get a free audiobook uh, each month to add to your collection all the audiobooks you uh, listen to, you can uh, keep in your collection for life and um, you can cancel the service at any time. You can even cancel during your free trial if it's not what you want. And even those two free audiobooks that you get during your free trial are yours to keep. Uh, so if you want to try that out, uh, you know, or using um, the host upon one that I talked about earlier or going to um, the lawn care business success.com uh, forward slash resources page um, and uh, you know using either our Amazon links um, or using you know just clicking on Amazon in general there in the website and uh, buying whatever you buy on Amazon we get a little commission on all of that and it helps uh, offset the show um, so that would be great if you guys do that um, it's been that's been pretty slow to start off it's I'm not making millions and millions of dollars off of that I'll tell you but uh, every little uh, bit helps every you know uh, quarter or dime here and there uh, will help uh, eventually to uh, you know put that together and pay off uh, some of those uh, things so that would be great if you guys would uh, consider doing that so that's it for this week um, and again I'd like to remind you guys to Visit the LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com website and uh, read the blog there. There's some uh, uh, topics there uh, that uh, aren't covered by the podcast uh, for some other subjects on starting your lawn care business. And also, uh, again, a reminder that if you would like a copy of the uh, landscaping um, contract that you can use and customize for your own business to just uh, enter your email address at the top of the lawn care business success.com website where it says join the mailing list and uh, you'll get uh, access to that uh, free pdf file and uh, just um, uh, a reminder that uh, by joining the mailing list you're not going to get bombarded by uh, tons and tons of uh, emails and spam and stuff like that i don't like spam i don't like uh when I join mailing lists and that sort of happens. Um, so for now, joining the mailing list, there's not really much you're going to be getting as far as uh, emails and things like that in the future. If I see value or things I want to pass along uh, or communications I want to do, that's when uh, I would start using the, the email list. But until then, um, yeah, I would just be building uh, an email list for future uh, considerations so if uh, you guys want uh, that free um, contract uh, it's pretty much a uh, risk-free at the uh, you know a risk-free proposition at the moment as I say because you won't be bombarded with any uh, emails or anything uh, so uh, yeah if uh, you guys find value in that content and you want to use those field links that would be great uh, if you'd like to take a moment and uh, rate the podcast on iTunes, I'd appreciate that as well. So thanks again uh, for listening and be sure to join me next week for another episode. Until then, 
Here's to wishing you all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now.